Welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. My name is Trees and Nylon or Trees or Nylon or T or, you know, whatever you want to call me. Today, I'm joined with a very special guest who uh, he's a day one on the Trees and Nylon page. He's been there. He's been there for a while and I've been supporting him. Um, I got Archive Drift Kyle. Hey, thanks so much for having <laughs> me, man. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I already shouted out it's it's archivedrift.kyle is going to be his um his Instagram page for all those who want to go and check him out. And I highly encourage you to do so because this man is criminally underrated. Uh as of recording, you only have 201 followers, and I need that to be at least doubled by the time that people listen to this. Yeah. Um, because I, I really love like all the stuff that you do. Um, just to to kind of brag about you at the top of the episode. It feels like one of the one of the things I liked when I when I, you know, look for pages or I'm following pages and stuff like that is I like to see people that really care, people like put a lot of heart into it. And I can tell that from your page, like, I mean, you take some great photos, but also like, you know, you actually care about the stuff. And that's just yeah, like a definitely. nice yeah, I love all nice my quality. followers, you know, all 201 of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd love to them. So yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um uh, you said you've listened to one of the episodes of the podcast before, which is very cool. I don't expect anything from you, but it's nice when you do your homework. Um, <laughs> I guess we will start out, if you're familiar, um, we there's two sections to the podcast. We're going to talk about trees and also nylon. So which one would you like to start with? Why don't we start with trees first? Cool. Very good choice. Very good yeah. choice. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to go in order of like past, present, future, um, but we're going to go present past future that makes sense just sure. so people can get an idea of what you do right now and then we can go yeah. into like how you got into that kind of stuff so you go ahead and talk about uh what do you do i see a lot of like fly fishing and stuff on your page currently yeah um why don't i actually talk about kind of like the motivation behind my page first oh of for all. sure yeah, yeah i love um, that i love that yeah i'm super into fly fishing but all sorts of other like outdoor activities too like mountain biking i'm just starting to get into that um, I love to ski and do like that type of stuff and then just hiking and camping, obviously. And so I started archivedrift.kyle probably, I'd say just about a year ago, maybe mm -hmm. under a year ago. And it was just going to be an outlet for me to like post pictures from my fishing trips. Basically, that's that's kind of how it started. Because mm -hmm. um, so I figured, you know, I have a real Instagram page that I sort of use pro I probably use archivedrift.kyle more mm -hmm. but you know my real page is more just like friends from college and high school and yeah, that type yeah. of stuff and they probably don't want to see me posting pictures of fish and stuff like that so you know there's I met them at the bars and parties and stuff like that like they're just not into this you know side of of who I am so I just started archivedrift.kyle for that purpose I was just going to post you know, pictures. It was inspired by Organic Lab Zip, by the way. Obviously, one of the OGs. Obviously, <laughs> and everyone's uh, gateway into the into the know, community. Totally, totally. <laughs> so that's that's a sweet page. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm gonna post like cool stuff like that too, and it'll just be you know me posting whatever I feel like. So kind of almost like a like a mood board or something like yeah. that. And since then, it's evolved pretty significantly. So like, you know, I started out doing fishing posts, and then. You know, I'm really into cars too, actually. So I was posting kind of like outdoor themed cars. Like one of my favorite posts actually is like Porsche 911s with mm. like roof racks. So tents, bike racks, stuff oh, like yeah. that. They're pretty rare to see. It's kind of cool outdoorsy vibe. So I was like, huh. yeah, that's sweet. Um, so I started out doing that kind of stuff and now it's evolved to just 
you know, me posting, if I go on a trip or do a little camping or something like that, I'll take some photos and post that. Um, as well as just some fashion as well. And we'll get into that in the nylon section. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you but can I jump into it now fashion. too. You can, you can talk a little bit about like what you're into right now too. Yeah. I mean, it's on top of the mind. Sure. Yeah. It's just casual stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big fan of Arcteryx and I wear a lot of it for of functional purposes too. You gotta be. Um, but it's just drippy too. Like I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Rocking yeah. like a shell with some, just some pants or something like that is pretty dope too. So, and it's cool to see a lot of like, I don't know, more mainstream people accepting it. Like you see Virgil Abloh and like mm-hmm. Travis Scott rocking yeah. pieces like that too. Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty's wearing Solomons nowadays. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Solomons, you know what? I've been rocking Solomons for a minute now. Yeah. And people have been hating on it. Like my friends really? will just make fun of me for like, oh, you you know, there he is rocking trail runners again. But uh-huh. you know, it's starting to catch on. And <laughs> I don't want to say I didn't tell you so, but you know, it's cool to see people. You're just ahead uh, of the trend, man. I was going to say sure. also, um, I know you recently did a big move to Oregon, right? That's right. Okay, sweet. Uh, where were you before, if you don't mind saying? Yeah, so I was in Chicago before. Okay. And that's actually part of the reason, like my, I would say a lot of my posts have changed now because mm-hmm. now I'm just like, it's so accessible to go outside for me. Yeah. That a lot of my posts are just like of my trips and stuff. Yeah, Whereas I mean, that, that's got to be sick. Oh, it's so sick. I'll, I'd be happy to talk about that in a minute. Um, but then, you know, when I was in Chicago, it's Mm. like a concrete jungle and I was just living downtown too. So Mm. my trips were few and far between, like it was a special thing if I got out of town. So a lot of times my posts would be just like more stuff I would find on the internet, like cool photos, um, or just like clothing, stuff like that. So it wasn't too much trips necessarily, which is kind of a cool change that my pages have been making so yeah. yeah it's noticeable it's it's i mean hey i love the content it's it's great stuff yeah. um yeah. i was going to say though that uh have you seen a big change i know this is kind of nylon but you know who cares whatever it's my sure. show um have you seen <laughs> a big change in uh like solomon's are not i live in georgia solomon's are not yeah. big here at all it's only like dads who wear solomon's and me mm-hmm. um the only difference is mine are 200 dollars and they're like 50 dollars on clearance yeah um I could assume it's the same in Chicago. Is it different in Oregon at all? Just like I would assume because Arcteryx is there and like you, it's just, it's, you know, it's actual mountain country. You would think that people just wear more outdoor stuff. Is there like a bigger Gorb course scene or just like more people wearing it for actual function or something or like what, what's it like? Yeah. So it's definitely more for function. So let me go back to mm-hmm. like, I started wearing Solomon's like my last year of college. So I lived in Madison, Wisconsin, actually. Oh, sweet. And the only time I would, I would be rocking Solomon's sometimes. And like, the only time I would get respect or like people would call it out is like, if I walked into like a clothing boutique, like the ones that I shopped at where they sell like, you know, actually like hype these clothes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. They would kind of be like, oh, those are dope. And then got to Chicago and like, no one ever said anything unless I walked into a clothing store. So it was mostly like, kind of under the radar not a lot of people wearing it like it just wasn't part of the culture if you know you know type beat exactly exactly and then now that i'm out here Mm -hmm. it's almost like the exact opposite like everyone's (laughs) wearing trail runners Uh um not necessarily solomon so much but just like everything like um hokas and and all that yeah um which i'm trying to cop a pair by the way pretty soon yeah i just got a pair um the other day i got my my girlfriend gave me like hoka bondi's they're pretty nice, but oh sweet. I gotta wait for it to be colder before I can wear them. Yeah, yeah. 
So trying to get into that, but everyone out here is rocking trail runners and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but just, you know, not for fashion purposes. Like they literally just got back from trail running. Yeah. Which is pretty sick. You know, that's, it's cool. That's cool. cool. Um, But it's weird how they're like wearing it for a completely different reason. Um, But it's still not necessarily like respected necessarily, if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. For it for like fashion purposes, it's more just like overlooked at this point. Yeah, it's kind of just taken for granted. Like, everyone has a pair. So, like, you wearing your XT6 isn't that big of a deal, you know? And that's the thing, too, about like fashion in Oregon that I've kind of picked up on, at least for younger people, Mm -hmm. is like anything goes. Like, (laughs) out here, people are just wearing the most whack outfits and it's cool. So really like, like what give me like, give me an example of something if you can think yeah. of one i mean i just so it was, must have been my first week here and i like went out to like a brewery or something like that mm-hmm. and people are just wearing like weird colored pants with chacos and like a hoodie and that's just like totally cool yeah um, and i could you know coming from chicago i have a pair of chacos but like i just i wouldn't wear it out to like i don't know go grab a bite to eat or yeah. to dinner with my friends yeah. So that kind of stuff is just, you know, it's out here or like people wearing jeans, like a jean shirt, jean pants, and like some absurd shoes like that yeah. totally flies out here and no one there bats an eye. So there you go. That's yeah. pretty cool. I really like that because I am also a, a Chaco guy and I was mm-hmm. like weird in high school. This is, this is like foreshadowing Gorp, but in high school I would wear every Friday I would wear Chacos with like crazy socks. Cause I was just kind of like a weird kid. And um, that became like my thing. Everyone like knew me for that. And then when I got to college, I saw like probably like a Uniqlo ad or something where they were wearing socks and sandals, but they're just like white socks with like, you know, Tevas or something. And I was like, you know, I could probably pull that off. And so now Mm -hmm. I think just throwing on like a pair of like cargo pants with socks and chacos, that's just like pure comfort. That's like, that's, that's the most like just casual fit for me. And it is weird. And like, you don't see a lot of people here doing it. But it's just like it's so comfy. It's really overlooked. You know what though? Like that's totally trendy now too. Like with the uh, like sweet cokes, right? You're familiar with those? Yeah, yeah, eh, yeah. I I'm, I'm saying eh because I don't really like them. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I agree. They're a little too bulky I mean, I for my taste. Personally. But I like the uh, they have ones that are like identical to Tevas. Basically, the only difference is it's like hundreds of dollars more. So oh yeah. Like a, you I'm look at them right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of corny, honestly. Those <laughs> and then the uh, the ones that Visvin makes that are like, oh yeah, what are those? Cristos. Those are the same. Where it's just like bulky straps everywhere. I don't. I don't know. I really like a a slimmer a slimmer type sandal. I don't want to. I, I think it's more functional. I think that's what I why I don't like them because you couldn't actually go like walking around in a, a, a sweet coke or a Cristo or something. You'd have to throw on something a little less bulky yeah, and also totally you wouldn't you wouldn't want to it's like 400 for a pair of these shoes yeah but if i had a million bucks i'd probably own a pair oh yeah i mean if you got money who cares might as right well. <laughs> might yeah. as well <laughs> um yeah for real what are we talking about we're, we're talking about trees right just totally went out yeah we totally yeah, went that's fine course. whatever like again. um okay let me let me take us back on course a little bit so okay, yeah cool, i'm cool, cool. into fly fishing and um Fly fishing is like the main thing I'm up to right now. Um, mm. It's still kind of summer here, like summer, fall. So yeah. fly fishing, getting into mountain biking. And then pretty nice. soon I'm going to have to put the rod away and transition onto skis. So mm. that's kind of what I'm looking forward to right now. A true outdoorsman. I really, I like yeah. that. I like that. Everything. 
and obviously camping and stuff too is, yeah, is yeah. huge out here so trying to get out every minute i can just mm-hmm. you know it's it's kind of mind-blowing to me coming from chicago is i drive an hour hour and a half and i'm literally in the rainforest or like that's I'm so in the cool. middle of the desert that's so cool it still hasn't you know it hasn't really registered with me yet that i'm out here and, and <laughs> that's like so accessible to me yeah because beforehand like when i was in college and when i was living in chicago like this would be like a once a per year trip like mm-hmm. flying out somewhere with my buddies and going backpacking and now i can just like text my buddies here and just be like yo let's like let's, let's go do something weekend or like let's do a little like overnight trip which is pretty yeah tight. that's so cool that's like that's that's actually the dream because i'm kind of the same way where i live like north of atlanta um mm-hmm. i don't know if you've been down in the area but i live like north of atlanta like 45 minutes or something so i'm like an hour away from the blue ridge mountains and like the appalachian trail and all that yeah um, so it's a it's a pretty nice spot but even then like there's only one place i know of that i really like going on sunset hikes and for those there's only one spot that's within like a reasonable distance because everything else is like an hour hour and a half and it's like i don't want to drive an hour just to like see one thing but mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely like being able to access things like talking to uh what was his name talking to rye in the other episode he was talking about mm-hmm. there's only a few places that are really by him and i just i feel i feel for that because it's hard out here for some of us you know <laughs> that, are, that yeah, aren't living in the middle of in the middle of nature mm-hmm Awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about how you got started with all of this good stuff. Sure. Specifically so, nature. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would say that I got started like probably by my dad. So he's like mm-hmm. a super big into the outdoors. Um, he's been an outdoorsman for his entire life, basically. Oh, sweet. And uh, I think it, it must have been like my first birthday. So I was one year old when my parents took me on my first backpacking trip. Oh, geez. Um, and we went to Estes Park, Colorado. Mm. And so obviously I was like, you know, I don't remember that. There's yeah. cool pictures of it and stuff like that. But um, I think that kind of set the tone. Like we've been camping my whole life, basically. And so, you know, I'm always, I've always been comfortable in a tent, but I wouldn't say that I, it like became part of my identity necessarily mm-hmm. somewhere until like college where I think I met some guys my freshman year of college and i was just like yo we should go camping and they're like yeah let's go to montana and so we did we did this like montana road trip and after that i was like wow like this is actually sick like i you know i've been camping like in little car camps campgrounds like around wisconsin and stuff like that my whole life but just never done anything you know in my older age like something badass like that so (laughs) Uh that kind of like got me started doing these road trips and then started camping more and more um and that's actually when I started fly fishing too on that Montana trip. So I just had a lot of like um, stupid luck, like beginner luck type stuff and just caught a ton of fish, which was crazy. Yeah. Uh, I was hooked on that. But yeah, I mean, just kind of getting started and, you know, being kind of born into it and raised in a tent, so to speak. And then uh, going on these road trips, like kind of earlier in college really got me started and really got mm-hmm. me camping a lot more. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, when you're in Montana, where all did you go? Like what, what areas did you go to national parks? Glacier. Yeah. Glacier national park. Very nice. Um, I think it was like four or five days. That's sick. We did a road trip starting out from, uh, Madison, Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. then we just kind of headed up through like North Dakota, driving through Montana. Those are just long States. Like it was a brutal <laughs> drive. Yeah. But how long is that? It must've been 24 hours. 
something Jeez. like that 20 to 24 hours i'd imagine Jeez. um but just like totally full of cool memories like we were uh -huh. taking so many pictures yeah and a lot of times i do draw from these like trips that i've taken in the past for archive drifts posts mm -hmm. like i'll just go we have these shared albums and we had these policies i guess you could say where it's just like all right i'll take a ton of pictures of you if you take a ton of pictures of me and then we'll like combine it in these shared albums and we're gonna have a lot of sick content and so that was pretty true so now i have a ton of cool photos to share um but yeah that was a long trip um and actually the, the year after that you know we were so we were still riding that high from that montana trip because it was just so crazy like first time most of us have been on a trip like that where we were backpacking and stuff mm -hmm. so we went to like washington seattle area you know uh, mount rainier national park olympic peninsula that stuff and that was like 26 or 27 hour drive, which was just even worse. Like I will never do a drive that long ever again. It's wild. Straight through. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I have been to a few of the places that you mentioned. Uh, I wasn't one years old. I, w I went to Estes Park and like the Rockies and all that mm -hmm. a few years ago, just like for a couple of days with my mom, actually, we just did some, uh, some hiking up there. And then I went to Glacier last year with my girlfriend for our anniversary. And that was like Yellowstone is my favorite national park that I've been to, but Glacier is like, that's very, very close. It was so it was just like all the water and the beautiful mountains and all that. Just like Yellowstone, you get lots of plains and valleys and then Glacier was okay. like, replace all the plains with lakes. And that's basically what it is. Sure. And then the Tetons is also on my list. Uh, have you been there before? I haven't been there yet. Mm. Um, I've skied in Jackson Hole, which is oh nice, yeah, yeah, right next Teton to it. Range maybe, but never done like Grand Teton or anything like that. There's actually yeah. all that drama right now going on with the girl that disappeared. In the yeah, that was that? at Yellowstone, right? I think so. Or I thought it was like let's see. I know where? Yellowstone, the National Park uh, Instagram page for Yellowstone keeps posting about it. No way. Yeah, it's kind of crazy if you look into it. I'll do a little yeah that's that's actually like the boyfriend is insane yeah. you heard about this the boyfriend's like crazy and he's not cooperating with police like she went missing he drove her van back home and then like lawyered up and won't cooperate with the police and now they lost him and they don't know where he is interesting you say that i heard yeah. he was hiding but they know yeah. where he's at, but he's hiding. I okay, know. okay, cool, cool. I mean, I'd rather they know where he is because he's very obviously a person of interest, but they didn't consider him one for like a few days and then he got away. Yeah, I mean, there's also like, I don't even know. I don't understand everything that's going on with this, but apparently there was like some other, like two women were killed or something like that. And people- are Oh, like yeah, yeah. Other people are gone missing in the same area. theories or whatever that- um, maybe fan theories isn't the right word <laughs> fan theories yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're creating all these theories that like they uh, actually killed these girls and then you know the the missing woman the, um like the fiance of that dude she's like in hiding and he you know they they split up in oh. their separate ways because they had different like um what's the word i'm looking for they created like different plans about how to like escape different alibis and stuff trouble and stuff like that so one of them like probably ran into the woods and the other one ran home i don't know wow that's that's a pretty crazy fan theory that they they killed two people and then they are like evading capture at this point well so. so there's like this police footage from like two days or three days before uh -huh. where they were in like an altercation like yeah i haven't i haven't watched the video but i just heard about it what, what do they actually say just like i think she had a um 
like a mental health crisis or some sort of mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, so they just kind of chalked it up as like, okay, not a big deal. Yeah. And they separated them for a night. But the thing is, people are saying like, oh, he had scratches on his face and stuff like that. But apparently she only slapped him. So like, how'd those scratches get on there? And then, you know, they're just like, people are blowing this out of proportion. Like, who? I don't really know what to believe. And I don't, like, I'm not well educated on this subject. Yeah. Like, be speaking out on like all these theories but it's just kind of i'm kind of interested to see how this plays out i am too i, I hadn't even heard of that that other theory um yeah one thing that i would say I, I went in like i looked at her instagram um just going through all of her old posts and stuff and her last post was august 25th and just like the caption is really weird like she she usually posts like a ton of emojis and hashtags and writes like paragraphs and paragraphs about Mm -hmm. wanderlust and all that good stuff you know van life people but um her last post is just like it says happy halloween with like an emoji and it's like oh seems a little seems a little iffy so it's also a theory that she's been gone for a while and he has her phone and like he's been posting oh what so we could turn this thing into a true crime. Podcast. Yeah, we'll do a true crime. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call some people up. I'll get I'll get the, yeah. the wheels turning. Um, but yeah, that's the whole thing that's going on. And I really hope that, you know, obviously I hope that she's okay and that something just happened. And hey, what? maybe he just like left her out in the woods and she's sure. just fine, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, we're wishing you for the know. best. Yeah, hoping for the best. Um, geez. Anyway uh that's that's kind of heavy turn Um, you do a a quick pivot to um uh, let's talk about some plans you have for the future for hiking sure um so like in the near future there's these cool mountains nearby Mm -hmm. um again it's so cool living out here for the (laughs) listeners out there by the way i live in bend oregon okay so bend is like central oregon it's like a a high desert Mm -hmm. um if we want to talk about the trees here lots of ponderosa pine stuff like that um and so it's like maybe an hour and a half south of like portland and and mount hood and that stuff so it's it's kind of cool area so anyway there's these nearby mountains um they're called this it's like the three sisters wilderness first of all and then there's another one called broken top i believe they're all volcanoes like everything's volcanic out here which is pretty sweet that's pretty cool and so i'm definitely going to climb or like hike i guess is a better way to put it um mm-hmm. broken top which is like a super jagged mountain with like i don't know when you get up close all the rocks are like all these different colors because of all the volcanic like materials and then i'm also going to do um south sister which is one of those big sister mountains um i can't really explain or i can't like show you guys a picture obviously because it's a podcast yeah. but it's just yeah. like a spectacular looking mountains so those are on my radar i'm um, just waiting for there's like a permit system going on right now because of COVID. So uh, once I think it's like a couple more weeks and then the permit system is over. So, um, so I'm going to get those done. And then other than that, I'm just like, I'm just trying to catch more fish, honestly. Like I'm <laughs> out here for a year only. Um, oh, okay. This is a temporary thing, by the way. So I'm moving to DC next year for oh wow. indefinitely, basically. Hmm. Um, which, by the way, bro, if you ever want to meet up somewhere in like the Appalachians or something, I'm happy to drive out. For real. To a trip. Yeah, yeah, I know you're a big road trip guy. So you can yeah, just. I'm a road, yeah, I'm a road down. trip. Sure. So I'm happy to drive. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just going to try and do some, you know, before the snow hits, I want to f- 
fish a lot more, um, maybe catch some salmon or something like that because it's starting to become salmon season out here. And I don't really think I'll ever live anywhere ever again that has salmon. So I want to catch some of those. And other than that, just hike, camp, take some cool photos and, yeah. and ride my bike some more. I think that's yeah. kind of my plans. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. So right now I'm actually a brewer at a brewery. Oh, that's sick. I brew beer. Um, and then I'm also doing some healthcare stuff too. So I'm, I'm actually going back to school to be a doctor. I'm going to medical oh, school out on the nice. East coast. And so I was originally going to go this year and then I just decided I wanted to be a ski bum mm-hmm. and I yeah. like pushed back school for a year and, and worked out a deal with them to move out here. So just do a little healthcare stuff on the side and then I'm just brewing beer. That's very cool. That's very yeah, cool. It's kind of, it sounds more spectacular than it is. Like if you, once you actually become a brewer, you'll like, I don't know, the secrets are revealed that it's just kind of crazy. Like, you know, there's such strange hours. Like why do we start brewing beer at five in the morning? Like it just doesn't add up. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. It's, I get free beer, like unlimited beer and stuff like that. So yeah, no complaints here for now. Like for real? it'll be a cool job for a year. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like an ideal situation, man. You get to be out in Oregon, you get free beer. Yeah. During your, like your gap, you get free beer and you get to be out in the middle of the wilderness, which is sick. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints here. Yeah, um, that's very cool. You know, since I start early. Here's the cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're starting at five, six in the morning brewing yeah. beer. That means I'm out by like two o'clock. Yeah. So I can just do, so a lot of times I've been going on hikes after work or like, um, going fishing or riding my bike and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. No complaints over here. That's very cool. Yeah. No, I had the same kind of system, except I used to work at a, uh, a breakfast restaurant. And so we yeah. get out at like, you know, three every day. And honestly it was like eight to three and you tell yourself, at least in my situation, I tell myself like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like I got the whole day after this, like I'm, I'm going to go do something, blah, blah, blah. Then you get home. It's just like, man, I am so tired after that. And especially cause like I'm still in school. So it's like, now I have homework to do and I have all these other mm-hmm. things I have to get done. So yeah, maybe it's just yeah, the homework I mean, that's, that's kind of holding truth. me back. That's the truth though, is like some days I'll be up for it and there's other days I'll just like go home and I'll crash on the couch for a minute yeah. and then, you know, a minute goes by and it's two hours later. Something <laughs> like that. So yeah, no, I definitely feel. But, yeah. Very cool. Um, cool. So I think we're all good with trees, unless you want to talk about anything else. Uh, anything other than the, uh, the, the sisters, the three sisters. Um, I'll just talk a little bit about like, I guess snow season. I want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about snow too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I live really close to this mountain called Mount Bachelor. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a butte actually. So butte is like some sort of volcanic, like, I don't even know. I should have done my homework on this geology stuff, but I got it. I got it's it. like a little volcanic sort of rock formation, but it's pretty giant. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, you know, a pointy mountain. And it's the only 360 degree skiing in the US, I want to say. Oh. So you ride the lift to the top and you can ski down any single direction, which is kind of sweet. So wow. it's kind of mind blowing. It's like 20 minutes away from my apartment. So got my season pass and I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, and then this winter, I'm also going to do some avalanche courses. And, and I bet some buddies out here that are going to take me back country skiing. Oh, so that's sick. That's very pretty, cool. Pretty excited about that. Um, apparently there's like all sorts of locals that have, um, they have snowmobiles and they call them sleds out here and they just take you on these sleds out to like these remote mountains and you just drop in and 
it's like untouched snow. So I'm really hyped about that too. That's so cool. Yeah. This is the dream. Um, so of course, of course you, you would know, but Mount Bachelor is the youngest prominent volcano in the three sisters area of Oregon. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. So it's going to blow um, up is what you're trying to tell me. And it's the sixth largest ski resort in the U S interesting. So, I did not know that. Yeah. There you go. Cool. I'm just, I'm looking up, I'm looking up facts and also a butte. I don't know what a butte is, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looks like a whatever. Mesa, honestly. You know what? It usually they look like mesas, but yeah, the Mount Bachelor does not look like one at all, right? Mm-hmm. It just looks super pointy. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Mesas, mesas are much flatter and longer. Buttes are kind of, you know, short, short and tall. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's move on to the nylon portion of this. Let's sure. talk a little bit. Let's talk about what you're doing now, what you're, what you're dressing like now. I mean, we've been over kind of what other people are dressing like. Mm-hmm. What is Kyle wearing these days? And has it changed at all since you moved? Let's see. I know it's only been a week, but. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been too long yet. But uh, I normally wear, I'm big into jackets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So whenever I can, like, especially when it's getting cooler out, which right now it is, which is kind of hype. Um, I'm wearing jackets and I like insulated lightweight jackets like we're talking adam lt from arcteryx mm-hmm. we're talking um north face ventrix that's another one of my favorites very nice and uh yeah i think those are my big big two in my rotation and i wear a ton of fleece so a lot of arcteryx fleece like tech fleece we're talking or Ooh. um patagonia cinchilla i'm big into those of course that's i mean come on come on Child fleece appreciation one- society that's right <laughs> Um, I've got this one like grail piece, actually. It's my grail oh. piece. And it's a Patagonia R1, or what is it? R2 Mars. Yeah, Mars yeah, R2 yeah. Hoodie. Yeah, Mars R2 hoodie. That's what it is. So I actually got this thing on uh, on Patagonia Warnwear. It was just sitting on there. Like no one bought it. So Really? Yeah, it was such a good find. I was like so hyped to find this thing. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so it's like for the listeners out there, this is like a fleece. I think it's from like 2004, 2005 Mm. era. And it was made for the military. So Mars stands for like military. I don't even know. Some military, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, that's part of that. Yeah. It's like, it's like the leaf of Patagonia. It's leaf. Exactly. And so this fleece is so warm. Um, It's like a green (laughs) checkered or I don't know. Yeah, there's like a checkerboard fleece pattern, something like that. It looks like tech fleece, but just thicker. And uh, just an awesome piece. And I think now people, they're like pretty hyped too, or at least they were in the past, like a year or two ago. So they're selling online for like hundreds of dollars, maybe even close to a thousand bucks just for this like 2004 fleece. (laughs) They are definitely a, uh, if you know, you know, type thing, but there's still like, there's so few of them. Um, that people because the thing with all these kind of clothes is that like they're not hype and so most of the time people don't try to sell them on grail or something they're just like you'll find them in a goodwill somewhere because people don't know mm-hmm. what they have and then you know when they do eventually pop up it's just one of them and it's like 400 bucks and it gets sold immediately you know because yeah. it it's it's a very strange place to be in for the market of like vintage patagonia like not mainline i don't know it, it's a weird it, i feel like a lot of gorp like vintage gorp stuff is in that same kind of vein except for like you know nike acg obviously that has a cult following but yeah mm. i like even even some older arcteryx pieces like my buddy went to a yard sale and just got like 
like old discontinued jackets, like a sidewinder and like other stuff like that for like, he spent like $150 and got three jackets. Crazy. Yeah. Just like at a yard sale here. Cause like, you know, someone, someone just didn't want them anymore and you know, they were kind of used and he wasn't, didn't want to charge full price. So just Mm -hmm. want people to know what they have. Yeah. Which is very cool for us. Speaking of used Arcteryx, I have kind of a cool story. Um, Last year. So I have, I have two Arcteryx shells. I have a, um, a rush jacket. That was my first Arcteryx I ever got. So that's like the, it has like a ski skirt or like a snow skirt and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And I've been using that for about four seasons now skiing. And last season I was like, wow, it's getting kind of like junky. Like it's, I'm getting delamination, which is like bubbling in the, um, in the Gore-Tex. So I emailed um, Arcteryx customer service and I sent them pictures and I was like, what's, what's up with this? Like, cause you have a full lifetime warranty on the jacket. Oh, nice. They're like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's del- delamination. Like let's, let's get you a new jacket. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to upgrade to an alpha SV though. Uh-huh. And, um, and they're like, okay, like, that's fine. Let's just have you, you know, that's their most expensive shell. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's just have you pay the difference, which is like 50 bucks. And we'll send you an alpha SV. I was like, sweet. And uh, so I pay them the 50 bucks. I'm like, here's the thing though. I kind of want this one color. It's not released yet in the U S but it's in Canada right now. And it was the, Oh damn, I can't think of the color. Uh Um, What, what color is it in normal person words? It's like chartreuse, like yellow green. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. Um, I forget. It's called birch or something like that. Maybe. Okay. So they're like, yeah, we could send you that. We'll just ship it from our Vancouver. Um, like, whatever you want to call it their storage facility yeah yeah. i was like okay that's awesome like what about this should i send you this rush jacket and i get on the phone with them like the next day because i think this conversation happened over like two days Mm -hmm. and they're like you know what um it's probably worse off for our carbon footprint if you send back the jacket because it's gonna take like you know you have to take an airplane or whatever else for shipping yeah why don't you just write something on, they had me write something on the, uh, on the label, the labels, just so it's voided. So like no one can, you know, pull this same move and they let yeah. me keep it. So now I have, and it's a perfectly good jacket, actually. I mean, it still works yeah. just fine. It just has some delamination. So now I have a brand new alpha SV that I got for, um, 50 bucks. And I, you know, I was one of the first people that had this colorway in the U S at least for three months. That's no one so else crazy. Had. That's and then so I also cool. Have my rush jacket that works just fine. So that was just like such a cool uh, <laughs> wow. move I pulled. And you know, major respect to Arcteryx for that. Like, yeah, their customer service. I've heard a lot about them having great customer service, but up until me actually using them mm-hmm. for that purpose, I didn't really know. But yeah, it just totally lives up to their name. Like it was. Now fantastic. I have a story. I have a story here. Let yeah. me let me go get something real quick. Sure. All right. So for all the listeners at home, I have a Adam AR, I believe. Adam AR. Yeah, Adam AR. And I tore, I burned it. Um, I was just wearing it inside one day and I burned it while cooking. And I'll show, I'll show you so you can see. I have this big hole in it right here. Oh yeah. That I've had to patch up with um, oh shoot, what's it called? What's that? What's that tape? Oh no. I should know, right? It's like a special yeah. tape that can work with like Gore-Tex and stuff. And it's at REI. It's like 10 bucks. But it saved me because I, I I did the same thing. I went to customer service. I was like, hey, 
this is bad. It's a down jacket. Like, you know, I just, I made up a story about how like, oh, I was outside and <laughs> tour because yeah. I didn't want to say I was cooking because I want, I really wanted just to get a new one. And um, they were like, oh yeah, yeah. Send us some pictures. We can see what we can do. So I sent them pictures and they're like, oh yeah, we don't, since it's not a hard shell, we can't do anything since it's got like down and stuff. We can't just like mm -hmm. send it in for a repair because I don't know the materials on the front. They're like, but you can use like this. And I was like, oh, that really sucks. Like I, I was really, you know, now I have to do this. And they're like, oh no, we'll, uh, we'll still give you like a 40% off code for anything on Arteryx. And I was like, no okay, way, that's fine with me. So I got a beta yeah. for 40% off. Cause I was already looking at it and I was like, all right, well now get to buy some more Arteryx, which is kind of a scam because I just spent more money with them, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was going to get it anyway. So that was nice, but I, I should find the name of this like Gore-Tex tape. Cause it really saved me. Like it completely mm -hmm. re-insulated the whole thing um because i wore it once just to see how awful it would be uh with the tear in it and it just did not hold any heat in it at all really um is yeah it like tape or is it something else it is called tenacious tenacious tape oh, okay yeah tenacious tape um they do patches and they do like mm -hmm. rolls of tape and stuff mm -hmm. and they have different colors i just i went with that color but um yeah it saved my down jacket it completely and it's like waterproof too and you can wash it and all that good stuff so i highly yeah, well, i think it's kind of cool when these clothes have like tears and stuff in them because it almost it gives you like clout almost. yeah like, yeah it's like least. hey i actually wore this outside and i can lie and say i wore it outside instead of saying i burned it while cooking <laughs> it just gives these clothes character i think which is pretty yeah sweet, versus just like something brand new out of the box so mm -hmm. And also I was going to say like Patagonia makes some uh, patches and stuff. And I know someone else is too, but they make them in like cool designs uh, that you can mm -hmm. put on, but that the hole on mine was too big. Uh, and usually it's like little, little like dot sized patches that you can put yeah, on yeah. Um, just for, like little rips. Uh, sadly, mine did not fit, but I mean, there's a lot of options. I know there's like custom, custom, tenacious tape stickers you can make with some websites that i tried to get i actually i wanted a trees and nylon logo i wanted like the deer mm -hmm. on it i think that'd be so cool as a sticker but they said they can't do anything unless i ordered like 500 i was like well uh, i'm not gonna do that so <laughs> i'll just i'll take the l on this one but yeah that's my that's my experience um anyway what were we we're talking about what you currently like yeah, yeah 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 i also wear a lot of um nike acg actually oh yeah so I actually have this one shirt I really like. I had to get it from End Clothing. I couldn't get it in the States, mm. so I had to import it. And it's like a, some of you guys might've seen the design either on their Instagram page or whatever. It's like I heart ACG, but the heart is like a triangle, like a red triangle, which is their logo. Yeah. yeah. So I wear that one out pretty frequently. It's just like a cool staple of mine because it's pretty plain. Yeah. And a lot of, I get like the most questions on that shirt out of anything I've ever worn. Because people <laughs> are like, what's ACG? So I just always have to explain to people now, like, oh, it's just, you know, it's all conditions gear. It's just like you know, a Nike it's a, brand. It's like Nike. It's like a, it's like a spinoff of Nike. Uh, it's like, they're, you know, it's like all terrain <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So people are always asking me that. And it's like, it's almost annoying at this point trying to explain <laughs> that. But I think that just goes to show like a lot of this stuff is just not mainstream fashion. Like no one yeah. knows what it is. Which so, is cool. Yeah, Which it is. Cool. It's cool about it. So still have to buy it off of thin clothing though, but it's still cool. I yeah. like this. No, I see. It's got like the traditional iHeart New York font on exactly. it as well. Yep. It's cool. Nice. Um, yeah. What, what, what's more of your like daily driver type stuff that you wear? Um, what's so your most hype? I don't know. Hey, who cares? So give me, give me your most hype piece you have. Um, I wear a lot of like, 
Stone Island. I'm big mm-hmm. into like simple stuff. So most of okay. my wardrobe is either gray, black, or white. Me too. Mostly. And some Me beige. Too. Um, actually, I threw up on my Instagram page on Archive Drifts. I think right when I moved in, I color coordinated my closet. So it's like, it was a gradient going from black to white and beige and stuff I like that. that. It was super cool. That's um, it's, it doesn't look like that anymore because I've been <laughs> making a mess, but um, but yeah, I wear a lot of that Stone Island and it's nice because it's so plain and basic mm-hmm. besides that logo on the sleeve. It's just, a, you know, a plain sweater or a plain sweatshirt. I, I have the crew necks. I have some shirts, stuff like that. So I really wear a lot of those plain gray Stone Island crews. That's like a, a subtle flex for me. I like those subtle flexes, like nothing too mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do a lot. I do wear a lot of other like high fashion clothes too. I will admit. So okay. like in between, you know, if I'm just going outside for whatever reason, I'll just throw on like baggies and like an ACG shirt or something like that. But if I am trying to flex or like, you know, when I was living in Chicago, if I was going out to like a fancier dinner or something like yeah. that, I do have a Montclair jacket. It's mm. like a camo, like not insulated. It's, I don't know what you would call it, a field jacket maybe. Um, and it's Montclair black label. So that's like a, a pretty major flex. Oh, or I also have like a, <laughs> like a uh, Canada goose black label jacket. So those are, you know, I, I mentioned I'm really big into jackets, so I yeah, don't really wear any like hoodies or anything. Mm. Um, I'll wear crew necks, but other than that, you know, I'm gonna throw on a jacket over a t-shirt. So yeah, those are kind of my big flex pieces. Um, and I like that they're the blacked out labels too. So it's kind yeah. of flying under the radar most of the time. So pretty into those. But if you see it and you know, I mean, exactly. If you know, you know, but a lot of times people don't. So yeah, I like it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. We don't have, there's no, I know in like the actual North Northeast, I should say there's uh, a huge jacket culture of like, mm-hmm. you know, Canada goose, Montclair, all that stuff here in the South. There's nothing. There's no yeah. jacket culture here at all, which is, I mean, maybe like the Richies will wear that kind of stuff, but even like, I don't know. Even in Atlanta, you don't really see a ton of that. You don't really see that. It's, it's awful. I hate it. I hate the Atlanta. Don't even, it snows an inch in Atlanta, and the whole city shuts down. The whole down, state so. shuts down. I I got off of school for a week because um, we had like two inches or something of snow in high school. Yeah. So yeah, it's there. There's no there's no jacket culture here at all. Um, it's all about like. I would say Patagonia fleeces are probably the closest you get to having something like that. Cause yeah. you know, it's just popular culture for everyone really. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of some of the past things that you liked. What, what did you, how'd you get into clothing? How'd you get into corp core in general? What, what was your gateway into all that? So I'd say, let's see. I started caring about clothes probably like halfway through college. Mm-hmm. And this is the time frame where like hype beast clothes were cool. Okay. Like what what era? Yeah. What era of hype beasts are we talking about? What was we're the most talk- popular shoe? And we're brand? talking like supreme era of hype beasts. Okay. And right. the popular shoe back then was like, maybe it was ones. I mean, I it's always it ones. Jordan ones, but it's those always are ones. Popular. Was so, it yeah, like I, a like a collab, something like that? What year? Actually, tell me what year it was, and I can I can. This must have been like 2018. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like post easy, no, not post, 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 uh, like ultra boost type. Post ultra boost. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know, okay. cool. Um, and I will actually also want to talk about shoes because I've always been into shoes, okay. but I think clothes was more recent. Sweet, so this sweet. is like, 
I started to get into like, I don't know, Supreme and stuff like that. So yeah. I had a couple Supreme shirts and I had a Supreme North Face collab hoodie or collab crew neck. So that was kind of like my grail piece at the time. And it was, okay. a, it was an awesome flex, but I, <laughs> I probably would not wear that anymore. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the time frame where I cared about clothes and it was a lot of like skater clothes that I was wearing. So, you know, I had these skater shirts and I, one of the favorite brands that I had back at the time, which I actually still have this shirt. It's a pretty awesome one. It's called Dime Montreal. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're big. So they make dope designs. Like they, a lot of times for the listeners at home, they do plays on words with their brand name. So Dime, and they'll either like, you know, turn that into some funky design or have some funny like cartoon character. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like graphic tees, but it's not overwhelming. If yeah it's sense. like it's like the thinking man's supreme basically you know exactly yeah it's like a more sophisticated supreme <laughs> yeah they got they got good graphic tees they're not super super hype um you know it's 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 more low-key but it is kind of the same vibe of like a name on a shirt yeah it is a name on a shirt but it's also that's definition of if you know you know in oh, terms yeah. of skate culture, like especially skaters, <laughs> like they'll come up to you and say something if you're rocking Dime Montreal. Yeah. Um, and I don't really skate too much. My roommate right now does. Oh, sweet. But um, they have like awesome decks and stuff like that too. So they do like collabs with vans and stuff. So it's a pretty sweet brand. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, was it them that did the collab with the vans where like it's two hands holding hands or something? That's no tray. No tray. That's. No yeah. trade in Chicago. And actually that's one of my, that is my favorite clothing store in Chicago. Oh, really? So worth checking out y'all. Yeah. They do yeah. some clothing like designs themselves, like graphic tees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they carry a lot of other like Gorp core names and just kind of like, huh? I want to call it high fashion. I don't know what the right terminology is, but stuff like, you know, Stone Island. Um, just Jizvin. like fashion, probably. Yeah. Designer. Like that. Designer. That's a good word. Yeah. Designer. Just not like Gucci and that type of stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. other designer clothes. Junior For- Watanabe, that type of oh. stuff. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. So back to the what were we talking about before? <laughs> yeah, you're beginning, <laughs> you're how you got into all this stuff. Oh yeah. So I started to get into those like skater clothes and stuff like that. And it was cool and all. But I think maybe towards my senior year, those those things started to die off. Like those trends were dying off. And I I usually sense it like a little bit earlier. So I'm not like the last person wearing those clothes, which is good. Uh-huh. Um, and I, that's about the same time I started to really get into um, organic lab zip. And I was following that page pretty early on actually. And I think it just came up in my discover page once when I was like, you know, maybe in 2018 or something like that, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I started to see all those like jackets that people were wearing, like just, you know, Arcteryx shells zipped up. It's like, shit, I have one of those. Yeah. And I do that. So I just started to rock shells and, and those were pretty cool. And I like the look of it. Um, so I think that's kind of how I got started. And since I already had that jacket for skiing purposes and I was figured out like, okay, that's kind of trendy and cool. Yeah. I'll just wear that. And um, that mixed with the fact that I'm like going camping and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I was going and all my friends have these camping clothes. I just thought that was a cool style, like this camping aesthetic. And so mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, you know, since I was getting into camping more and more, I just wanted to follow that aesthetic. And it's so funny too. I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Ian. He's mm-hmm. like a huge camping guy. And it's one of the guys I go out camping with a ton. And he's just like not into Gorpcore or fashion at all. 
but he has some of the most like drippy outfits ever, you know, just without trying, because a lot of times these camping dudes are just layering stuff on top of each other. And that's huge in this uh, gore core aesthetic stuff. So he was just like layering all these cool, like hoodies and fleece on top of each other. Yeah. And I did take inspiration from him too. And he didn't even know it because dude wasn't even trying. Um, he's just got, yeah. he's got it naturally, man. Exactly. He doesn't even need to follow organic lab to have it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into this stuff. And now I'm, you know, I'm not super, I'm like not following the trends all the time. I'm just kind of doing whatever I please. And right now it's just been like very basic colors, you know, just rock mm. like a, an all saints tee. That's just plain gray over like some North face pants or something like that. That's like a pretty standard fit for me. Um, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think, uh, I really, I've always liked like earth tones and stuff, but definitely mm. this, like the whole aesthetic fits like everything that I've ever liked about clothes that I've just like realized by being in different styles, you know, and it all just combines mm. it into one. So it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, a symphony, yeah. I would say. Yeah. It is. <laughs> of all my past experiences with clothes. Yeah. Sweet. Um, let's talk about some of your like, future i don't even know how to say that what are some pieces you're looking at what are some grails what are some uh collabs you'd like to see i don't know sure yeah so i think two two companies that i really want to get into are and wander those pieces oh, yeah. just go so hard yeah um those are really good like technical pieces i wouldn't necessarily at least they look technical like yeah. i wouldn't wear it out on a hike because it's just like mad expensive but here's um, the thing here's the thing I, I used to think the same thing. I don't have any end wander either because I'm so afraid of spending so much money on a jacket and it not fitting me. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, it's like the same price as Arcteryx. Yeah. If you think about it and you like, I wear those out hiking. So I don't know. Like it does, it does seem like it's probably more fragile or something, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is about our end wander, but it, I think, I feel like I shouldn't wear it on hikes. That's like the one thing holding me back as well. Yeah. I just saw this piece. I actually post, posted it to my Instagram page. It was like uh-huh. an it was an orange and wander like yeah I saw that. Yeah. I don't even know what you'd call it. That must have been the coolest. That's the coolest piece I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last couple months at least. Like I wish I pulled the trigger on that. I don't know if I just didn't have my size or what. Yeah. Um, but I want to get into that. And then also, I really like this brand called South Two West Eight. Yeah, yeah. That's a fishing brand. Yeah, it's like a Japanese fishing brand which is cool um it's a little bit different like if you guys if any of the listeners here are like fly fishermen or fly fisher women um it's tenkara fishing and tenkara is like hated on in the fly fishing community it's just using like a a fishing pole with a fixed line attached to it at the end instead of like a rod and reel so Hmm. people hate on it i mean it's that's a story for a different day but that's kind of what this brand represents. But, you know, regardless, their designs are super cool. Um, it's like their color combinations are pretty dope. And uh, yeah, and just in general, like the aesthetic of that brand is sick. So I do want to pick up some pieces from them too. Oh, you mean the brand that collab with Supreme? <laughs> yeah. Or, sorry, did. sorry. You mean the brand that Supreme made famous? I should say it like that. Is that what, is that what they're saying now? No, I don't know. Yeah, I just know it was actually That was just an funny. absurd that collab was so absurd. Like hey, I just, I liked some of them. I like, I like the fleeces. The fleeces were cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, some <laughs> of those were cool, but the fact that they did a fishing pole, like a Supreme fishing pole, I was yeah. like, okay, this is just it's just far. so gaudy. This is so yeah. far out there. 
it's just too much, honestly. Yeah. Supreme is Supreme's going downhill fast. Supreme's becoming corny, I will say. Supreme, okay. Maybe it's because I'm too cool for it. Supreme has been not cool since like, yeah. I hope, I hope one day. Yeah. Uh Supreme has been not cool since like 2018, maybe yeah. 2018, 2019. That's like the last time I really bought anything. Just like I say that that's actually really funny. I just bought a Supreme box the other like last like two three months ago. It was like their Emilio whatever collab, and I never bought a box logo just to keep it. I'd always just resold them, so I just bought. Yeah. I was like, you know, this one's cool enough. I'll, I'll I'll keep it just so I can like one last ride type beat. Sure. Um. But anyway, yeah, it's it's been corny, but them collabing with south to west state and then like palace doing the solomons and palace doing the arcteryx and like there is there's some sort of like a, a, a melting together of streetwear and like gorp core because i mean it kind of is just streetwear but it, i yeah. think that's very interesting to see I, i'm wondering what's going to happen next with all of that if the hype beast will actually take the bait next time because i mean i know the palace arcteryx sold out but it didn't do hot resale wise. And like, you don't really see everyone wearing it. Mm-hmm. I think it was just more of like a passion thing for the artistic director of Arcteryx to do that. Yeah. Um, Cause I know he used to be a skater or maybe he still is, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I see. Um, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I'll throw that up to you. You know, I'm not so, sh- I'm not so sure that like hype beasts are next necessarily going to accept all this gorp core clothing because mm-hmm. I think they would have already if they really liked it. And also it's, it does serve a purpose to a lot of us in this community um, beyond just like fashion. You know, we do wear this stuff outside, even if it's not as frequent, frequent as we would like to. Yeah. A lot of times, even if you're going to take an Instagram picture, like you have to go outside and into the woods to like do your little photo shoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, it gives this, these types of clothes more meaning to us. And I think that just the fact that a lot of other people like, you know, hype beasts that don't necessarily um, identify with this culture, like they have less of a reason to be hype about it, if that yeah. makes sense. So I, I mean, think that it, like it won't necessarily catch on for good. They might ride the wave a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know, Arcteryx is going to be here to stay, whether it's hype or not, because there's always going to be people in Bend, Oregon that are going skiing or trail running and they're going to cop a piece. Like that's just how yeah. it is. So, I mean, I was, I, I've said this before, but I think it's too boring. I think a lot of the stuff that like, especially Arcteryx makes is just like too boring for like the hype beast to get into. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think there, there will be those yeah. collabs, like, uh, like the beams collabs always do super well. And like, whenever Arcteryx does something cool, the collabs always, always sell out. Um, mm-hmm. But there's like mainline stuff. I don't know if it'll ever pick up the same hype because it's not really a hype brand. They don't do the false scarcity thing. And hype it up with every drop and all that so i don't i just don't think it's that sort of experience that they want to give the customer yeah which is great too i think the fact that they're not feeding into this stuff is fantastic like people especially like there's um on the internet people were hating when like virgil abloh and kanye rocked like what they were arcteryx leaf i think they're Mm -hmm. like oh god like it just totally destroyed arcteryx leaf and the, I forget who it was either like the CEO or like one of the artistic directors of Arcteryx was like, who cares? Like, we're still going to make this stuff. And, uh-huh. and I'm glad that people are wearing it, but you know, it's not, 
we're doing whatever we want basically is what they told the people and that's cool that they are and not really changing their vision and just mm-hmm. kind of like you know people are coming and going famous people wearing these clothes and nothing's changing at the company they're not doing any scarcity or anything like that which is yeah. awesome yeah that's what you like to see yep cool um what else was i going to talk to you about Let me can see. we talk about shoes real quick oh yeah yeah of course yeah. sorry we kind of went off on a tangent no it's all good so i think that starts in my past necessarily so let's go to the past for my shoe game yeah um, i've been into shoes since probably middle school so i'm i used to hoop a lot and i still play basketball but it's just kind of casual now um so i really got into like lebron's to start off with. i was hooping in lebron's since like okay. maybe seventh grade or sixth grade and just from there i got really into the shoe culture um more like athletic shoes, like basketball shoes type stuff. And I actually got so far as like, I was an eBay seller or like a reseller, but I was in, must've been eighth grade and like freshman year of high school doing this stuff. So I was going to sneaker con, I was buying like foam posits and like hyped LeBrons and stuff like that. Kobe's, you name it. And just selling them on eBay. Sometimes I would wear them and then just flip them for like, you know, they were near dead stock um, condition and I would sell them for what I bought them or, or even more and like as a freshman in high school or, or an eighth grader like that was pocket money that I had to like buy candy with and, and stuff so that was pretty tight um, so I started off like that and that's kind of how I got into shoes and I was always you know I always had the coolest basketball shoes at least I'll tell you that I mean my friends might tell you something different but did that and then kind of got to college and my shoe game was pretty trash. Like I didn't really, mm. um, you hate to I, see it. I didn't really get into it too much. Then I was like, okay, at that point I started wearing ultra boosts and just kind of chilling with this, with my sneaker game. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It was always like, it wasn't my, my main thing anymore. It was like, okay, now I'm kind of getting into clothes at this point once I'm getting older and the shoes aren't necessarily like my my staple pieces or like my accent pieces or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of got into shoes again a little bit. Like I, I had a nice pair of dunks last year and, and some other stuff. And I have a a cool pair of uh, retro fours, black cats and stuff like that. But I will say that my sneaker game now, or at least my opinion on sneakers is more like, it shouldn't necessarily be like an accent piece or like the, um, like the centerpiece of my, mm. my fit. It's yeah, just yeah. more of like, kind of like an accessory. So okay. nowadays I wear mostly like pretty muted shoes. Like just, um, you know, I have a pair of gray new balances. I have like, I like those um, Reebok tennis shoes. I don't know what they're called, like C85s or something like that. Um, that's kind of what I wear mostly. It's just pretty chill and relaxed shoes. And I, I do rock Solomon's too. I've, mm xt4s and i have a pair of xt6s um but besides that like nothing too crazy i i sold those dunks because they were selling for 600 bucks yeah for something crazy and they're kind of like i'm not gonna lie like uh the dunk hype kind of is dying down i will say oh yeah it's always going to be there for skaters because people love skate dunks yeah but like in terms of mainstream fashion i don't think that's like a cool thing anymore so yeah Virgil Abloh killed it when he released like 800 pairs on oh, one yeah. day yeah it's the same thing like you know people are always going to love um Jordan ones and retro ones mm-hmm. but a lot of like TikTok and stuff they just latched onto it and then it's yeah. like almost uncool at least in yeah. mainstream 
Like, well, especially like the certain, like the obsidian ones that came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Those Dear were just God. done to death. On those TikTok. are just, yeah, those yeah. are done. Those were destroyed. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of my take on shoes now. And I still, you know, I got some, some cool shoes that are, that it's more like a, if you know, you know, type thing. Like I have yeah. a pair of black cat Jordan fours and I hoop in those now. Oh, nice. So people give me respect on the court and stuff <laughs> like that. I'll call it out, but yeah. it's not necessarily like a flashy shoe or anything like that. So it's kind of crazy how I've come full circle from like, you know, started out buying flashy shoes, like all-star game LeBrons and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then now I just wear like the most basic shoes you can think of, like, you know, these Reebok, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. They're uh, C85s, club yeah, C85s. Club C85s. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those are just like the least hype shoe ever. Like it's under a yeah. hundred bucks and you see them all the time, but I think it's just a nice, simple silhouette and I like them. So, so that's kind of my take on shoes nowadays. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely still a hype beast when it comes to that kind of stuff because I definitely do still like the drop experience and and the the limited shoes and stuff. But I mean, even then, I mean, I've never been one for super bright shoes and like that whole vibe of like, oh, look, Mm -hmm. look, look, look at all these logos. But yeah, definitely like the Organic Lab Solomons and like the Affix Asics that I have, which are probably my favorite pair. They're just like brown and maroon. Okay. like oxblood i guess they're like they're very muted and they they don't look anything crazy but they're you know they were still limited and i still like had to had to be up in the morning sure. to get the drop and all that stuff so yeah i i mean but even then i haven't i haven't bought like i haven't bought a new pair of shoes or like a jacket or anything like that in a very long time i'm just like out of the game completely and i think it is kind of like what you're saying more like minimalist but kind of just like i don't really need anything else you know yeah you know, I've got I mean, just, my jackets. Yeah. I really love like this trend of like gray new balances. I think it's yeah. sick. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out how to style mine. Um, but I have that pair and and it's just like a staple now for me. It's becoming one. Once I'm trying to figure it out and iron out the details about, you know, what it looks good with and what it doesn't uh-huh. look good with. But it's a cool shoe. It's a low-key shoe too. Is it like the V5, the 990s or? It's... um. Let me go check it out. Right yeah. Now. I don't even remember. It's 993s. 993s. Third grade 993s. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so. the classic. Worn by dads in Ohio and supermodels in London. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's grandpa has a pair of those too. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. And now you're you're rocking them, talking about how hyped they're going to be. And, you know, there's, there's a whole trend going on with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... New Balance is very weird. It's like position in the whole sneaker game is kind of strange because it's like the frat guys all wear them at their parties. And then also like yeah. New York Fashion Week, you see them all over the place. I'm like Bell Hadid and stuff. So it's a, it's a wild little sector that they occupy. That's right. But hey, light wash jeans. I mean, come on. Light wash jeans with some gray shoes and then like a flannel. I mean, you can't go wrong with that kind of look, you know? That's just That's a classic right. look. I need a pair of like a lighter wash jean. I usually wear like black mm-hmm. jeans or like yeah i actually really like um like work pants so carhartt work pants yeah. or like um what's the other ones dickies dickies yeah i have a pair of dickies those are pretty sweet too mm-hmm. um, so yeah i mean i really like those that baggier look a little bit definitely uh, but- I'm, I'm i mean skinny jeans are dead at least they should be skinny jeans are gone it's all about like 
the straight fit, you know, more boot cut type fit jeans nowadays. Yeah. I think at least that's what I like. I mean, that's usually what I wear is these baggier ones. I will, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I don't necessarily have skinny jeans, but it's like a slim tapered. Yeah. Jean. Yeah. Yeah. I get it looks that. clean. Like if I'm going out to like a dinner with someone or, or something like that, I would probably opt for those over some baggy look because mm-hmm. you got to just kind of fit. Yeah. Look, you got to look a little put together, you know? Yeah. Like you got, sometimes it's not the right, uh, how do I say this? It's Bye. not the right time always to be like flexing in some crazy fit. <laughs> like you just got to like fit the mold sometimes and just, mm-hmm. you know, that's what everyone else is going to be wearing and just don't make a statement, like just kind of fly under the radar. No, so, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I, I, that's something I've been struggling with um, just having like date attire or like going oh, out yeah. attire. Cause like I have a lot of casual clothes, you know, I have as many as I need, but as mm-hmm. soon as I got to go on a date or I got to go out somewhere more fancy, it's like, well, I have a pair of Uniqlo slacks that I could put on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of struggling and I have been for the past four years in that department, but I just got a pair of loafers. So yeah. actually go. I got a pair of like Basswegian, um, they're called super lugs. So they kind of look like a Doc Martin type uh, bottom. It's like more tactical is the, the way mm-hmm. I like to look at it. So I still am man- maintaining some of that Gorp core type look, but also, you know, looking a little dressed up. Yeah. So that's actually, used, I used to have to dress up for my job last year in the city. Mm-hmm. So I did, I spent a ton of money at suit supply. It's like this. Oh yeah. 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 Suit supply is like the best formal wear or like professional mm-hmm. wear, in my opinion, like their suits just fit different and like everything's kind of trendy and stuff like that. So you don't really have to do too much work in terms of like mm-hmm. figuring out your tailoring. Style. Yeah. Tailoring and that type of stuff. So I do have a lot of those clothes, which is nice. So I don't really have to worry about like date attire and stuff. Like I always can dress it up if I need to. Yeah. Um, and actually a super cool trend, by the way, I know this isn't Gorb core trends and stuff no, like ahead. that. This is a cool one. I like drawstring dress pants. Quote me on that. Dress Quote pants. me on that one. It's like they definitely have one at Suit Supply because I have theirs. It's just no belt loops or anything. It's just a string, and you huh. tie a little like shoelace basically around. Is it your like waist. a linen? It's like a linen pant, or is it like a real slack? It's like um, what material is? What are most dress pants made of? Like wool? Yeah. What it looks like dress pants. Like if you okay. have okay. If you have like a suit covering or like a tie covering it, you wouldn't know um, because it has that pleat down the middle and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just literally a drawstring instead drawstring. of a belt. I think it's the coolest look and I don't know if it's going to catch on or not, but I think it's sick. So Interesting. Just put well, that out there. I'm, I'll say I had a friend of mine who got into menswear super big and he yeah. bought a lot of things from Suit Supply. So I am casually aware of that, but I have never heard of string dress pants yeah archive drift did it first if archive drift did it case first, it, it catches on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm looking at them interesting oh okay those are like more jogger type pants what i'm seeing oh no there it is no, it's like, hard to find, like ames trousers yeah i see yep. interesting i don't know how i feel i'm gonna be honest i don't know how i feel about it that's all right I know. Hey, I'm, I'm a non-believer right now. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just a uh, I'm just like a slave to the mainstream, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, you gotta admit though, if you're looking at their website, like all of their models look good in all these clothes. Like they yeah. can put up the most absurd outfit, and it's gonna look cool somehow. So, yeah, 
I mean, that that's, that's what my thought process was. Like I, I saw these, these pants and I looked at it and I was like, I don't know, but I was like, but he looks good. Like this guy, yeah. I think it's just, you need to have the, that's what it is for anything. You just have to have the confidence to do anything. Totally. You know, you wear the most absurd outfit, but if you're confident wearing it, yeah. you, just, you probably look good. That's yeah. the biggest takeaway from this conversation. My, my friends, I'm like the, uh, the fashionable friend. I'm the one who knows what things are. So people yeah. come asking for me, like for advice and stuff. It's like, do you think this would look good? Or this would look good? I'm like, I mean, if you like it and you're confident in it, it's going to look good because people are just going to think you know what you're doing. You know, yeah, that's all it is. Like you can tell by a person the way they walk if they know what they're doing and they're just confident. And then totally. that's all you need. That's really all you need to Agreed. be good at fashion. <laughs> Agreed. For real. Well, thank you for this hot tip. Um, I'll keep it on the radar. <laughs> I'll, maybe, maybe I'll send it to my friend and see what he says. I know. Yeah. I, he's kind of I, I don't I don't think he's gonna like it he's he's out of the game honestly at this point but he's sure. kind of a, like a hard ass when it comes to things that he likes to anyway <laughs> hey do we hey archive drifted it first That's um, right. uh what are some other brands you're rocking with or anything else you really want to say that we can kind of wrap things up um let's see so I'm always a big fan of of y3 like it's like an adidas mm. offshoot or whatever mm. um it's like their japanese yeah. designer brand i forget the dude's name yoshi yamamoto maybe yoji yoji yamamoto yoji yeah yamamoto. so always a big fan of that i have a couple hoodies and stuff like that um but really i'm i'm trying to get more into thrifting stuff especially out here that's kind of the cool thing like you look yeah. out of place if you're rocking like stone island out to a bar or like mm. a dinner or brewery out here you know people look kind of they look sick, but they look kind of beat up almost. So I'm trying to kind of get into that aesthetic where it's just like dirt drifting core. cool pieces and stuff like that. So um trying to drift away a little bit from at least while I'm out here, um trying to drift away from like the name brand stuff okay, and really caring about the brand so much as to just get like cool, unique pieces, whether it's vintage or like I don't know, just a little torn up or tattered. Like you're trying to you're trying to archive. You're trying to drift to the archives. I'm trying to drift to the archive. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, before we end, let me explain that name. <laughs> Why don't I do yeah. that? So archive drift. Here's how I got the name. Cool. Um, the archive part, it was because I was planning on using archived photos that I've been taking a lot. So, you know, a lot of the posts I make, at least in the past, it was from my trips and stuff like that. So it was all archived photos. The drift part of it. So again, it was originally supposed to be like my fishing page where I post like photos of fish and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And so at the time I used to fish this area, it's called the driftless area. It's in Wisconsin. Ah, it's okay. maybe three to four hours from Chicago. And it's actually even closer to where I went to college, maybe like an hour or two. And so this driftless area, it's like super, it's like one of the coolest places I've ever been actually, because it's Wisconsin's like farmland. It's very flat and mm. not much going on. Then you get into this area and it's just super wet, like a lot of greenery and just mountainous almost like these, I think they're called bluffs, but to me, they were mountains, you know, it's just these giant little hills everywhere. And it's like the most unique landscape. They have a ton um. of like little farms in between these, uh, in these little valleys and stuff. And the fishing is fantastic because there's these limes, limestone fed creeks so everything's like super clear and it's like world-class trout fishing in a flyover state basically huh. so the reason this thing formed 
is because there was no um, glaciers in the last ice age. So it was driftless is what they. Oh, interesting. So it has like this super unique um, topography and, and geology in this area, mm-hmm. which is like totally unlike the other areas nearby. So it's just yeah. like a cool, cool spot. So that's archive drift. I just shortened it up and then dot mm-hmm. Kyle for my name. So I was toying around with all sorts of different, you know, little fun takes on things. And I think the name is also kind of inspired by organic lab dot zip dot zip. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I got the name. Uh, and I'm rocking with it now making, you know, just water bottles. Yeah. So you have the sticker like, yeah, I was going to say, whatever. yeah, I was going to say, thank you for that. Um, no problem. First, I know I've seen, so Rye, the guest you listen to also lives mm-hmm. in Wisconsin and yeah. I've seen him post photos with this exact same kind of like landscape, uh, like with the, with the, the cliffs and the mountains mm-hmm. and all that, like the, the sheer whites, like, I don't know if it's limestone, but that's what a mountain that's just, I don't know, something I've noticed. And then also, um, some, I was eating in the dining hall and someone came up and asked me what archive drift was. It was like a store in Atlanta or something. I was no like, way. Oh no, is this, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh no, it's uh, this guy's page on Instagram. And I don't know if they followed you, but, uh, yeah, I just, I shouted you out. Appreciate that. Yeah. People yeah. ask me all the time too, cause I have this like archive drift analogy and mm-hmm. I made like six of them only. And I just gave it to friends and family basically. Nice. Um, and then, you know, obviously the stickers and everything. So people are, are coming up to me like, yo, what's that? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just my Instagram, my other Instagram page. It's kind of weird <laughs> to other people, but yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. And going back to that too, I have, I had the exact same experience of like, you know, obviously you find organic lab, you post on your story, blah, 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 but then it gets too much and you think, you know, maybe I should stop posting this. Cause I don't think my friends care about the mm-hmm. new Arcteryx beta release as much as I do. So you make your own page. Totally. And I think, I think that's a pretty, uh, a pretty common, a pretty common reason for why people start up their pages like that is like, I got into it to the point where it was becoming a nuisance to people that weren't into it. And so I had to find a community of people that were, um, yeah, no, it's cool. And I mean, there's some people that follow from my like real page onto mm-hmm. this archive drift page. And so yeah, yeah. I got, I got to go my, all my like camping buddies follow the page and like and stuff because mm-hmm. i post them on there also you know yeah um kind of crazy though you know i only have 200 followers and i'm not like super into the i don't really care i could have 20 followers i'd still be doing the same thing because it's more yeah. for me than it is for anyone else really yeah, that's the best like, way, way to do it myself mm-hmm. but it's kind of mind-blowing to me like what it's become where all these people are from these different places so i i think it was maybe a couple months ago i created like a poll and i just wanted mm-hmm. to see where my followers are from and obviously at first, like it was just a couple of my buddies and they were <laughs> saying some, some dumb things about where they're from. Yeah. But pretty soon people were actually commenting and, and they were like, oh yeah, I'm from Mongolia or I'm from the oh, UK. Wow. I was like, what? Like people are from Thailand and, and places in Europe and all sorts of cool places following this little page where I just post like, you know, dumb things that, that I'm doing or, or just little outdoor shots. So it's kind of cool little community it's turned into. I'm kind of happy with where it's going. Yeah, that is very cool. And hey, I mean, it's only up from here. I see right. you're you're very you're you interact, or I guess they interact with you a lot. Backcountry Archives, who's mm-hmm. a very cool page. Um, ooh, Unknown Space is like commenting on one of your photos. Yeah, Unknown Space has been showing some love lately. So very uh, nice, very nice. One fourteen index. That's another one I really like. They yeah. they like my photos and sometimes share them and stuff like that. So that's sick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I saw you did um 
That one with the hummingbird. Oh yeah, that was crazy, dude. That was so cool. The hummingbird that flew onto your finger. Yeah. So let me just share a funny little story about that. Yeah. Um, so I was that was right when I moved to Oregon. I moved with one of my buddies, or at least he drove me out here on a road trip. Um, and that was like our last night camping before I basically moved into town. Mm-hmm. And we did this crazy hike down into this, like, I don't even know how you'd describe it, like a little alpine lake. It's like a, I don't know, a valley almost, <laughs> just super rocky okay. and really cool. Okay. So we hiked down there and it must have been like 2,000 feet over a mile, like just straight down. So it was kind of gnarly. And um, we get down there, set up camp. It was super cool experience. And we were, we fished a little in the morning too and caught some pretty sweet fish. And um, the next morning we're like, all right, let's just get the hell out of here. Like we wasted too much time fishing and we got to leave. So we skipped breakfast and hiked up this mountain back out of this thing, like two miles up to the car. So towards the end, we were just straight, we were gassed. Like there was, the air is just thinner up here. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't eat food or anything. So my mind was just totally hazy. It was like so foggy and stuff. So we finally made it up. I have my, I had a nice camera at the time. Pretty nice. It was like a Nikon D3500. And so I was taking all these photos for my trip. And it was, you know, we stopped in cool places like the Salt Flats in Utah. Oh, very nice. Um, very Atlanta cool. In South Dakota. Oh. So had all these cool photos and, and also of this um, camping trip that night too. Mm-hmm. So we get out of there. And at this point, my mind, like my eyes and my vision is just blacking out from exhaustion, uh, dehydration and stuff. So we get to the car. I take off. I just take off my pack, throw the camera on the roof and just... Mm-hmm slump in the front seat and we're just chilling there and that's when the video took place is hmm. right when i was like eating a it was like a granola bar yeah and this hummingbird flew out of nowhere <laughs> and just flew into the car and so my buddy took the video of it and just a crazy experience i've never seen a hummingbird that close to me and like i thought it was going to peck me in the face <laughs> why i started calling his name and so yeah that was a super cool video but really the thing i wanted to share is that right after that video took place Mm-hmm. we were so exhausted we're like all right let's hit the road so i threw i hopped out throw my backpack into the car and we just drive off shut the doors and drive off mm-hmm. it wasn't until like maybe an hour later i was like dude my camera was on the roof so we just drove off with the camera on the roof and shit oh. was gone oh that is so, so awful so the camera was gone oh, i'm sorry you could bleep me out by the way i just oh no you can curse on this podcast okay. it's all good um so we drove off with the camera on the roof and I really didn't even care about the camera at that point. It was the SD card because all the photos from this yeah. like, once in a lifetime trip were yeah. on the, the camera. Jeez. So we tried to drive back. It was like 30 miles, like up a mountain. So like we drove an hour basically to go back mm-hmm. for this camera and just yeah. could not find it because <sighs> we didn't know where it fell off. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of a bummer, but you know, I was talking to people and telling people about the experience. They're like, you know what? Like that's just burned into your mental hard drive. Like that yeah. is a cool experience and it's too bad about the camera, but you, you live through those experiences mm-hmm. and you'll remember it forever. So it's, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm replacing that camera pretty soon. It should be coming in the mail. Um, but yeah, kind of a cool little story about why you should always eat breakfast and be hard hydrated. So your <laughs> mind is so hazy. And forget For real. About For real. Dang. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That really sucks, man. It's all right. But like, like they said, you know, you're going to remember that 
you get a i do i do this weird thing um where i like do like song association like if mm-hmm. i'm listening to a certain album on a trip whenever i listen to that album i'll associate it with like that trip i was just on or something like that totally. but yeah, i do that too very nice um cool so before we head out i would just like you to shout out some pages that you like or they can be big they can be small anything like that just like you know just a couple that you really like yeah let me get my phone really quick i'm gonna check yeah i'm gonna do the same as well because um you know how i do the uh like sunday's best post where i'll just post yeah um it's been harder and harder to find people that I haven't already shouted out. Cause I try to do three new people every week mm-hmm. and it's becoming quite a challenge. Um, oh, you know what? One of my favorite pages, I just checked them and they like archived all their photos. Oh, which is a bummer. who is it? Um, it's cauliflower.zip. Cauliflower. Like vegetable. Um, I will say one of my favorite pages though is thv4 gsb yeah i saw he commented on some of your stuff too yeah that dude is he's got a cool aesthetic for sure i really like his page um i'm really into like interior design and stuff too actually yeah so he's got some cool stuff like that um and then another one i really like is let's see it's called frog bug frog dot bug and so this person just posts pictures of animals but kind of in like a really interesting, cool photos. So I really like that one. And then um, I'll say the last shout out I want to give is Winus dot or Winus underscore archive. How's Um, So Winus is spelled W-I-N-U-S underscore archive. That's such a sweet page. Super cool aesthetics. I really, really enjoy that one. Is it made by THV? I'm not so sure. I know they interact a lot, but... It says in their bio, it says four, four THV. Maybe it is. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. yeah it, that bio changed pretty recently. So oh, okay. But yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I'll love them a follow as well. I'd say that's me. probably my favorite account right now is Winus underscore archive. It's a sweet, yeah. sweet page. They got some cool stuff on there. Yeah. Nice. All right. Sweet. Um, I'll, 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 th- I'll throw out some follows. Um. This kid, his name is one T O U C H E, and then two like the the number two B A L. He's oh, this yeah, French guy. He he posts like crazy stuff. He deletes all of his posts or archives, I guess, very very often. Um, but he always has like crazy edits or like, you know, just you can you can tell a lot of time goes into all the stuff that uh, he posts mm-hmm. on his story. Yeah. Um. So that's a big one uh namu n-a-m-u nomad is another oh, yeah. big one they they just recently changed their name um but i followed she, that dude too it's actually a girl i thought oh, is it oh yeah, my bad she no she just posted recently uh she might have even deleted it at this point but she said like i'm not a boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a boy but the the aesthetic is extremely tight on her page uh all of her photos are extremely pleasing like just the color palettes just like there's one farther down it's just like a bunch of like black and tan and white shirts that are piled up mm-hmm. just it's it's very it's very simple and just aesthetically pleasing um kind of kind of underrated oh they have more followers than me kind of under kind of underrated in my opinion i don't think they get enough love um and then what is another good one let's see looking at my list if you guys like if this is to the listeners here if you guys yeah. like stuff like 
organic lab zip and just like those like mood board almost pages yeah a really good one um, a famous one is folders it's just yeah folders. yeah yeah that's like a classic they have some good stuff folders is i, I really like folders and then my last guy is going to be s.ldgr everything that he posts is good i don't think he's posted a bad photo ever um, yeah, I love that. so that that's another good page to follow and i'm just literally looking at my list of already done for my sunday's best and looking all through those because they're all they're all pages i enjoy one more shout out to give this is like a if you guys are into interior design and that type of stuff super mm -hmm. cool interior design aesthetic so this name is going to be a mouthful yes yeah. okay it's one one nine nine zero nine zero four be kind ah so cool page you and rye both follow yep yeah very very like i like this i don't know what maybe you'll know what's the word for like very minimalist but then a bunch of plants everywhere is there a word for that it's like i don't know dude because i like that too <laughs> it's almost yeah. like the furniture is like mid-century modern uh -huh. is what you would call some of this furniture yeah but i would say this is just like modern style i don't even know what to call it just mm -hmm. a cool aesthetic i like that just like a lot of like wood like hardwood yeah and whites and grays and blacks and then it's like scandinavian is another way yeah i think that's a good way to put it, it. very yeah. scandinavian all right well kyle thank you for being on i don't think i have anything else i think that's all i got for you yeah thanks so much for having me trees much appreciated of course man all right. All right. Hopefully, and I'll I, see you out there in uh, in the southeast for a hike or two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you move out, or I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. I think yeah, I think I'll be able to make it. I mean, I know you're a big road trip guy, so you can drive like eight hours to come go on a oh, hike. Yeah, with me. easy money right there. Eight <laughs> yeah, hours yeah, for real. Come on, eight hours. That's chump change for this guy. I know. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Thanks so much. Bye.